Hey, hello everybody. My name is Simon Tafola and I'm so excited to welcome you to my podcast. So, what is the Simon Tafola show all about? This is a business podcast show all about real stories from real entrepreneurs. Keeping it real. No half, no puff, no fluff. I interview all sorts of entrepreneurs and creatives to find out how did they get started? What inspired them to pursue their entrepreneurial ventures? How have they overcome all the obstacles along their journey so far? And how do they look after their mental health and well-being? Because as we all know, starting a business is incredibly stressful and difficult. Essentially, the aim of this show is to inspire you, the listener, to pursue your own entrepreneurial, personal development and growth journeys. Today, in this episode, I interview Nathan Holder. Nate, as he's commonly known by his friends, is a man of many talents. He can play two saxophones at the same time. Yes, you had that right. Nate is also a writer, he's a composer, an educator, motivational speaker, and of course, he's a musician. In this episode, we speak about everything that he has done to date and most importantly you know he shares the key lessons he has learned that led him to write the book i wish i didn't quit and he here's the thing i think the most impressive thing about nate is that among all the many things that he does he really truly believes in empowering people and making the world a better place if you like and love this episode please give us a review on iTunes because that will help other people discover us and share it on social media. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I hope you enjoy this episode and you share it. Let's get on with it now. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, friends and frenemies, welcome to episode number 10 of the Simon Tafula Show. This show is all about Real stories from real entrepreneurs, keeping it real. We demystify entrepreneurship, we break it down. We speak to inspirational entrepreneurs and creatives to find out what inspired them to start. How did they start? Like, starting a business is incredibly hard, right? How do, how do people overcome this stuff, like this hardship, to get to where they are today? Ladies and gentlemen, today I'm so honored to introduce a friend, a creative, an innovator, a musician, a writer, an author. Look, he's so many things, right? <laughs> My friend, homeboy, none other, Mr. Nate. Yo, welcome, Sorry, welcome, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on. This yo, is yo. weird being on this side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Nate is amazing. So let me break this down for you, right? So about nine, ten months ago, I went to a Something jazz like that, gig, yeah. right? A jazz concert. I love jazz, right? I'm the jazz kind of brother. Anyway, I'm in this concert, right? And I see a brother playing, not one saxophone, two saxophones at the same time. You heard that right. He was playing two saxophones at the same time. And I was blown away. I was like, what in the hell is going on here? So I make this little video on my phone. And I put it up on my Instagram and it blows up. And then about what, four, five, six months later, I'm another event. And I'm talking to this dude, right? <laughs> and then... I said to him, oh, you know, he says to me, oh, you know, I'm a jazz musician, I play the sax. I was like, you know what, I went to a concert, um, you know, uh, a couple, what, five or six months ago, whatever, and 
I saw this guy and he was playing two saxophones. And I was like, let me show you this video. He's like, wait, mate, that's me. That is insane, right? So that's the story of how that we connected. Was, that was crazy. If you go onto my Instagram at Simon Tafola, you will see um, a highlight story in there of, uh, yo, you'll see this dude playing two saxophones <laughs> at the same time. Some of you, I, I, I can't play, I can't even play one instrument at the same time. Like, I was, so yeah, anyway, so that's how incredible he is. So yeah, man, so that's Nathan. So first of all, how the hell did you get into music? Like, how did you get into like playing the saxophone? Well, um, I grew up in church, so oh, yeah. like that's music for me, like uh-huh. every single week. Um, okay. And then as I got older, when I would attend like yeah. rehearsals and stuff, twice yeah, a week yeah, yeah. or whatever, yeah, that yeah, was like the staple for me, you know what I'm saying? What so, church did you grow up in? Um, it's a church called Ilford SDA Church. Oh, I grew up in an SDA church. So oh, for those that do not know, SDA stands for Seventh-day Adventist yeah. Church. So we believe the seventh day of the week is Saturday, not Saturday, Sunday. so we got church. We were going yeah. to church on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. And it's a very kind of musical kind of church as well. Like, um, you know, so yeah. So, so you grew up playing um, the sax or? Not at all. So yeah. first it was, first it was recorder. Like a okay. lot of people yeah, yeah, start yeah, yeah, playing yeah. recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sprinkled in a bit of piano. Uh-huh. Then really got bored of playing the piano. Like up yeah. to a point, you know, you're playing all this stuff by, by um, you know, composers who've been dead for three, four hundred years, right? Of course, yeah. And <laughs> it just wasn't relevant to me at the time. Of course, just got of really course, bored yeah. of it. Yeah. Ended up quitting that, but um, mm-hmm. I was playing the clarinet as well. Kind yeah. of progressed from the recorder to the clarinet. Yeah. And ended up playing the clarinet for 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 years until I was about seventeen. Okay. Um, and then you know I was like, I'm gonna do something different. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And then that's when I picked up the saxophone. Amazing! Wow. So how long have you been playing the saxophone in total? Oh gosh. Um, so now it's probably about 12, 13 years. Wow, now. incredible. Yeah, yeah. So the 10,000 hour rule works, right? I no don't know, is- man. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, for those that don't know, do not know, like uh, the 10,000 rule is this whole idea that in order to become an expert at something, right? You've got yeah, to it's put in 10,000 from um, Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers. But it's not, I mean, it's, I think it was, it was a Swedish okay. um, guy, because um, K.A. Ericsson, I think his name yeah. was, who came up with that this idea. Concept, yeah, yeah in the first place um yeah. i don't know how much i agree with it I, <laughs> yeah it's, it's interesting because you have someone like like tim Ferriss, i'm sure you of know course, of course, who's yeah, got yeah. like a totally different idea of yeah, it and yeah, there's a clip of him talking about ten thousand exactly 10, so it can be higher or lower depending on obviously your commitment to well i think the key is knowing yeah. what you want okay what you want to achieve okay um i think you can like i think you can you can get to a particular level of something if you know exactly what you're trying to get to. Yeah. Like Tim Ferriss has demonstrated throughout his life. Course, yeah. Like how he, so, I think he, he became like a world a world record tango dancer at one point like in, yeah, Ar- yeah, in Argentina. Absolutely, and yeah. that's not because he put in 10,000 hours of work into it. It's just because he was like, all right, I need to learn this particular skill. Yeah. What are the ways and how can I, you know, apply that 80-20 rule to get that quick, you know, how can I, how can I do that really quick? Absolutely. And that's what he did, and he's done that in many different fields. That's why yeah. Tim Ferriss is who Tim Ferriss is. You know exactly. I think what Tim Ferriss does is he deconstructs yeah. every kind of skill set and breaks it down to the fundamentals. Yeah. And then he really kind of just like super chat. I think it's called meta learning. This whole process yeah. of like yeah, meta. super yeah, yeah, super yeah. learning something in a fraction of the time it would normally take you. Yeah. And I think he's been able to do this with languages and various. With languages, skills. it makes perfect sense. It's yeah. like, um, what book was it now? Um, uh, the four-hour cook. Um, yeah, yeah. Four-hour four hour chef. Cook. The four-hour oh, four chef. chef. Oh, that's, uh, that's yeah, okay. 
that book is dope, right? Okay, okay. Um, and in the, that's the book where he breaks down by the whole Tim language. Ferris, yeah, 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 by Tim Ferriss. Yeah. That's the book where he breaks down the whole language. Thing. Language okay. thing. And it's, it's, yeah, yeah. it's good. It's, yeah. it's like, I'd highly recommend that book. Of course, because I'm a big fan, obviously. This is partly why I named the same as the Search Diamonds for the show, because hey, it's the Tim Ferriss show. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> for those that do not know, you know, Tim Ferriss is like the opera of the podcast world, right? Like, he has crazy download numbers in terms of this podcast game. He's like the. You know the the big the big the big kahuna the big dog. Right? Oh, he's. I mean, he's not the guy. Oh, really? no. I thought he was. No, was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is the Joe guy. Joe Rogan is the guy, right? Right. Joe Rogan is the like. Amazing. The other day, I saw yeah. that um, Kanye's coming on his podcast. I'm just like, you're no. blown away. Yeah. Like, yeah, but Joe Rogan is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan gets those yeah. people those, you want to hear. Those kind of numbers, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Tiferous, do you know what I mean? Like, no, Tiferous. no, Tiferous is he's on another <laughs> level, man. Yeah. So. Um, the thing, the thing about that, so you know, going back to this ten thousand, so you've been playing saxophone for 12, 13 years, yeah, and now, like, you know, you're a certified, bonafide, <laughs> <laughs> qualified musician, like, you're like ahead of the game. So, do you teach as well? Do you teach young kids as well? About, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. So you, so you yeah, yeah, yeah. As well. amazing. And obviously, there's so many lessons that you've learned along the journey in terms of like, you know, because. Learning a skill, like like learning to play an instrument, kind yeah. of translates into so many different lessons in terms of life, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh course, yeah. 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 And of course, this then brings us to our next topic, which is you've written a book. Yes. About there's a breakdown. So, what is the book? What inspired you to write this book? And kind of just deconstruct some of the things, the main themes in the book. Okay. So first of all, the book is called "I Wish I Didn't Quit Music Lessons." Okay. Um, and it's when did it come about? So, mm-hmm. at the time, I think. The genesis of the idea was born when I was living in Germany. Oh, wow. How long did you live there? Um, three years okay. I lived there for. And I remember, you know, I was playing keyboard at the time. I, I, there was like a period of like three years, yeah. maybe longer, when I didn't really play my saxophone at all, right? Okay, okay. And I remember doing some shows and, mm-hmm. you know, you talk to people afterwards and a lot mm-hmm. of people would, you know, the first thing you want to connect with someone, so you're like, course, do you yeah. play an instrument as well? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so many people would be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I used to play piano, but I quit. Great, I used yeah, to play, yeah. you know, the clarinet, but I quit. I used to play yeah. violin, but I quit. Yeah, yeah. And so I think after, after a period of time, I was kind of like, hey, I didn't realize that mm. so many people went through that issue. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I, I started to just write and, mm. you know, just write and just write and just write and just write. Mm. And at a certain point, I kind of looked at it and I thought, you know what, there's something, there's yeah. something here. Maybe yeah. I can turn it into a substantial, a substantial thing rather yeah, than just absolutely. like a little blog post or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's that was the genesis of it, mm-hmm. and it came out in May last year. Okay. And um, so it's not even been a year. It's still weird to say, you know, <laughs> I've written right a book and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So self-published, um, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so the whole theme around the book is, you know translating some of these lessons from you know life well you know music journey to to like life you know and this thing about not quitting you mm. know I, I really want to deconstruct this thing because sure how do you remain consistent how do you remain persistent insistent and consistent when you're doing something that is quite difficult and and not give up like what are some of the you know the, the lessons you can kind of you know um i think well i'll, I'll answer your question in the roundabout way right okay so one of the things that I try to bring out in my book yeah. is, for one, because my book's for parents, right? Okay. Um, so it's it's really helping parents to give them a realistic idea of what learning an instrument's about. Because okay. some parents never played an instrument before. Okay. Some parents have played and they've quit. So they're, they're kind of like living vicariously through their children, right? Like, I want my child to learn because I didn't have the chance to or I quit. So yeah. therefore you must, you right? Must. Yeah. Um, so it's 
that was one perspective on it. The other perspective of it yeah. is, I think sometimes when we quit things, mm-hmm. it's not because we don't have the will to do it. It's not because we don't know what to do or anything like that. It's because we don't, we exhaust all the options we have open to us. Okay. And part of the reason why I think people, one of the reasons why what I try, that I try to bring out in the book is just that there are more options available to you if you really open your mind and think about it. So, for example, yeah. that child, like myself, like maybe, maybe you, right, yeah, yeah. starts playing an instrument and then you quit, right? For me, it was, like I said before, it was about, um, there was music that I was listening to that I wasn't playing in my, in my class. Mm. I wasn't playing at school. I wasn't playing in, in my private lessons or whatever. Okay. And you kind of have a sense of like, oh, I'd like to experiment and play that kind of thing, but I'm being forced to play Bach and Haydn and those guys, right? Yeah. And it doesn't really speak to me. I'm listening to hip hop. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, at that course, point in my course. life, I'm like 14, 15, 16 years old. I'm listening yeah, to a lot of hip hop, yeah. a lot of rap music. I'm like, this is what I enjoy. I don't it. enjoy this. Yeah. But you're forced me to play this, right? Yeah. And so it's at that point, it's like if someone had told me, you know, you can play the corona in that situation, you know, if someone had told me, like an example in my book where, um, you know, Dr. Dre's, Dr. Dre's um, tune. Still Dre. With, still Dre with, yeah. the, with the cello. Okay. It's got a cello in there. And it's like, oh, wow. You I know, didn't realize that. If, if, yeah. if you didn't, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just like that. Like, okay, yeah, yeah. as a young cello player, if you had no, you had no idea, and then you find out that it's like, oh, there's other. I don't have to just play classical music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes it's not just about staying on that one path and not giving up. It's mm. just opening your eyes and opening your mind to say, like, actually, there are more ways that I can achieve a goal that I didn't even know about. You know mm. what I'm saying? Interesting. Amazing. Does that answer your? Yeah, answer yeah. No, it does. It does. Uh, that's that's incredible. So, how long in total did it take you to write this book? From from the inception, inception to, yeah. to the actual thing being being out like yeah. six years man wow. and i don't think it needs to take that long yeah. <laughs> right but yeah. this is six years of looking at it yeah. not looking at it yeah thinking about it not thinking about it for a couple of years coming yeah. back to it being like yeah. whatever it's rubbish yeah forgetting about it and being on that looking through a hard drive and being like oh crap yeah like, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> oh, what's that you know what i'm saying yeah absolutely, absolutely. yeah so eventually wow because lots of people want to write books and you know the publishing industry has changed completely now yeah, right yeah so yeah. you can self-publish because you know you can kind of just do something on your own and this is the route you chose to do right did yeah. you attempt to approach any publishers like mainstream publishers at all straight rejections straight, bro. really <laughs> straight rejections like right, okay. so many rejections there's a point yeah, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll never forget i i mashed up my ankle when i was in yeah. germany actually mm-hmm. and i moved back um, no, no, I was living in London. I went over mm-hmm. to Germany mm-hmm. and I mashed up my ankle over there. Mm-hmm. I came back and I couldn't work for like three weeks or so because I, mm. I, I just couldn't walk properly, right? Yeah. And I was working with young children and young children, you've got to be mobile. Of course. So I remember sitting in, my, sitting in bed and being like, all right, I've watched every single episode of Breaking Bad, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let yeah. me do something constructive. So I was yeah, looking through yeah. and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. This, this thing that, thing, but, yeah, you know, yeah. this book, it's not really a book, but it's just stuff. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all right, why not reach out to, I've got time, why not reach out to a whole bunch of publishers? So I emailed, I don't know how many publishers, yeah. you know, and they all kind of want different things. Some of them of want it in the post, some of them want like synopsis, yeah. some of them want two or three chapters, mm-hmm. all different things. So going through lists, 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 emails, emails, mm-hmm. emails, mm-hmm. emails, sending letters, all of that. Rejections, mm-hmm. even rejections or just no replies. Right? No replies, yeah, yeah. That's it. And then I got one reply 
Mm. Um, but it wasn't a great fit. Mm-hmm. I did a really, she, there was a lot of things that she was kind of, she wanted me to, to do that I wasn't really like, able to do yeah, different yeah. direction, it didn't fit. Yeah. And that was it. So that was that whole dream kind of, yeah. you know, being like, oh yeah, I'm going to get like 10 grand and I'm just going to sit here <laughs> and write and then I'm going to publish and I'm going to be on BBC and stuff. I was like, no, yeah, yeah. Like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. So in terms of, I mean, it's incredible because lots of people have these ideas to write books but they kind of they're stuck in this whole mode it's kind of like musicians right that want to sign for a record label yeah and that model is almost kind of outdated now right because you can pretty much do it on your own if you put out great content and you build your kind of audience you can eventually kind of begin to connect with an audience directly mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and obviously you you're, you're a content producer yourself like you have been building an audience of your own and you're kind of channeling your you know your, your work towards your audience i mean you have a podcast, right? Yeah. Um, to tell us about, I mean, obviously, from one podcast <laughs> to another, right? How did you start your podcast? And, you know, why did you, because it's the same, it's the same thing. Yeah, everything, like, I wish yeah. I didn't quit. Like, you, where did that name come from? And on top of that, like, what have you learned from doing that podcast as well? Dude, I wish I didn't quit. It, it came from people, from you know people. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so sometimes people say the before. best way to, to, to identify problems is to listen, man. Yeah. And that's what yeah. a lot of people say. I wish I didn't quit. So I was yeah. like, okay, why not take that? And then I did that, did my one two three reg search. <laughs> I know. No one cool. had, no one took it. I was yeah, like, I'm yeah, slapping exactly, that off real yeah, quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but essentially, it all came from the book. So mm. as part of the book, obviously, it involved talking to people. Yeah. Because yeah, I yeah. wanted to get as much, you know, content from so. from from musicians who were actually in the field right now yeah, yeah, yeah. as possible. Mm. So I remember there was one guy in particular. His name's Kaz Rodriguez, mm. amazing drummer. Mm. Um, and we, I called him up and um, I, we never met before. We never, you know, so I just kind of wrote him on Instagram, I think it was. It's like, this is what I'm trying to do. Yeah. You know, are you interested? So I gave him a call. And I remember we spoke for like over an hour. Wow. It was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm just learning stuff from him and you just feedback and forth. It was great. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I, you know, I put the phone down and I thought to myself, I've got an hour's worth of stuff here yeah. and I can't use it all. Exactly. Because realistically i can only put in like a paragraph mm-hmm. you know like four or five sentences this max is, yeah. <laughs> it's a book you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. um so i thought inst- i thought after this this whole thing is complete after i've finished writing mm-hmm. it would be great to just record these conversations and put them out there absolutely. because i benefited a lot from that conversation maybe yeah, someone else, someone else would. would absolutely that's it absolutely. yeah uh, incredible because i went through this process because i've worked in so many kind of co-working spaces and you met so many amazing people, yeah. creatives, entrepreneurs, side hustlers, like people from the professional world. And you have these great conversations with them and you're like, wow, I wish someone was a part of this, yeah. right? Like, yeah. let's share this. Um, and then you're like, okay, you know what, I'll just do it. Now, obviously one podcast to another, right? How yeah. did you get used to your own voice? Because for me, one of the worst things I had to kind of encounter as like a creator and as a podcaster is listening to your own voice yeah. during the editing process. Like, how did you overcome that was that an issue for you or as a musician were you already used to that nah yeah nah, nah, nah. <laughs> it was it was totally weird yeah totally weird but yeah um i think i went through a, a point where i was i was like um eq in my voice way too much okay 
Because I was listening to it and I'm like, I don't sound like that. Obviously, I do, but, you know, because I hear myself like, so I'm like, I don't sound like that. So I'm EQing my voice, like I'm just changing this and I'm taking some bass out and I'm trembling. I'm like, it was, it was, and then it sounded like something that I thought I sounded like, even though I don't. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. So now I've just learned, this is what you sound like. Yeah. You know, there's certain, there's certain things that you, you know, I have to EQ out, make me take a bit of bass out, depending on the size of the room and all that kind of thing. But essentially it's like, no, just, that's yeah. what you sound like that's what it is there's yeah. certain things in your speech that you might do a lot yeah so make sure you check those maybe yeah. you're saying um too much maybe you're using certain words too much you know maybe you're maybe you're like just just now maybe you're pausing too much so just yeah. you know just just <laughs> listen yeah. to yourself critically and be like all right so, yeah, if you don't like that yeah then try and take try that out try and remove that i mean it must be the same for you right oh, you're just <laughs> Yeah, you know, because for me, like, I think the thing that has driven me is that, you know, the message, like the overall kind of uh, purpose behind doing this is much larger than myself. Mm, so mm. it's almost like for me, like I'll, I'll overgo, I, like, I'll kind of just kind of just, you know, push the bigger kind of, you know, the, I think the motivation for me is, you know, it's larger than you, you know, it's larger than your imperfections. Yeah. You know, the, the wider context of what you're doing is much, it's much larger than yourself. So kind of just like, yeah. I think for me, that's kind of helped yeah. me overlook the imperfections with kind of like my voice and kind of like my, you know, I've got a bit of an accent. But for me, I think the thing I recognized was that, you know, starting this was all about finding my voice, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my authentic voice. And hopefully in finding my voice, I can help, help inspire other people to find their authentic voice and share that with the world. Yeah. And for me, I kind of just thought like, you know, I just, I just do it, man. And I'm one of these people, I don't like procrastinate. I don't kind of like, um, you know, paralysis, but I just, uh, just do it. And then we'll figure it out from there, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, learn as, just learn as you go yeah. along. 100%. Um, yeah, man. So you've, you, obviously you've played to massive gigs. You've, you've played to small gigs, medium-sized gigs. Like what's been the most interesting gig that you've played at? Or like, you know, uh, it's something that's gone really well or extremely badly. Anything that stands out, obviously you don't have to name names, but like, you know, and have you met any interesting musicians that are in the mainstream that we know? Or like, um, yeah. <laughs> um, one of the most interesting ones mm-hmm. I I played with <laughs> I played with Ed Sheeran. This is wow. on on um, humongous. It was li- <laughs> it was live on German TV. Okay. Back in 2017. That's incredible. And <laughs> how did you even end up in that situation? It's a couple of phone calls, man. It was like, oh yeah, yeah we need someone, blah, blah blah. Can you do it? Cool. Um, and. It was just it was just weird because like yeah. you know we kind of met before whatever yeah um and I'd never been on like I'd never done like live TV like, TV, like that yeah. before you nervous um no no not really because yeah. it's it's just people man people, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying so you kind of you, you do your job and it was yeah. it was great but I'm yeah. sitting there and like seeing the cold kimmers because they have because oh, it's obviously wow. it's German right okay. so they have like I think two every year it's it's a, it's a show called the Golden Camera Awards. And they have like two overseas guests coming every year. Okay. So this year it happened to be Nicole Kidman and um, what's his face, uh, the guy from um, Colin Farrell. That's it. Oh wow! And I remember sitting there at the piano and I'm seeing these these two there and I'm just like, <laughs> yo, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. That was crazy. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And what else? What else has been interesting? Um, <laughs> being on the the you know the Netflix show The Crown. That of was course, that was that. that was interesting. Oh wow! Because were you like in the background somewhere or like? Yeah, so there's a scene where um, and I don't know how much I should say about it. But yeah, is, it, is it already out or? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's, it's out. out you can find like, like, like um, there's a there's yeah. a scene where the queen goes to Ghana. Oh 
Oh wow! And oh, they had to get some black pop, didn't they? <laughs> real talk, yeah. real talk. It was like okay. you know, so I got there. There's a, there's a you know a bunch of black guys. That I, a lot of them that I knew already. Okay. Um, so it was a nice hang. It was an interesting day. Like I've never been a part of that before. And you know, you're there and you know, you're seeing the the actors, actors and actresses, and you're you know, there. And for and it just so happened to be the case that where I was sitting, they got the shot of me like quite quite. <laughs> so I was getting every night. I was getting like messages like, "Did I just see you in the crowd? Did I just see you in the crowd?" <laughs> I was like. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it myself yet, but oh, I don't watch. The, seen it? I, I don't watch the show. Oh, I mean, wow. I've seen I've seen the clip now. Okay, but you know, I, I don't watch the show like yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But that was pretty. That was pretty interesting. That was cool. Were you playing an instrument in there, or were you it's clarinet? Oh, like, clarinet. Okay. It's, yeah. was it shot here? Was it shot? Where was it shot? Oh yeah, it was like North London. Right? Oh, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, location shoots Aris Radio. Okay. <laughs> now the other thing I wanted to ask you about is obviously coming from church and growing up in church yeah. and making the transition to secular music. Yeah. Um, did you have any people from church saying, Boy. hey man, were they judging you? You? <laughs> you don't want to get into this. SDA, this, like, is, this is a uh, whole other thing. But, yeah, like uh, making that transition. Because a lot of musicians begin off in church and make this transition. Yeah. You have the, the John Legends of this world, the, the Ray Charles, yeah. like, you know, the Jamie Foxes. They kind of begin off in there. So, yeah. you know, just give us an overall kind of what was that reaction like? And people kind of judging you saying, hey, you know, you're... Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll tell you what, yeah. yeah. I'll tell you what, honestly. Mm. Um, I remember being, like, when I was younger, being in church and playing. Yeah. And I remember playing once, and, you know, I got a few comments like that. I was, oh, you have to be careful. That was really jazzy. Okay. You know? oh, and, wow. you know, you know, like, kind of like, you know, we shouldn't be playing jazz playing in jazz. church, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah. It's fine. Okay. What I've learned, yeah. yeah, is that people don't know what they're talking about. Of course. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah. And what I've learned is that um, people. Okay, so for example, there was a, there was a guy who I won't name. Yeah. Um, great saxophonist. Mm -hmm. He studied jazz, mm -hmm. right? Like proper stuff. This is before I was doing stuff. I'm hearing stuff. I'm just doing stuff. I didn't study jazz at that point. He'd gone to study jazz, mm -hmm. and he 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 studied jazz in the states. He came over back to England, and he's playing all over the place in England, right? Mm -hmm. And he's getting you know everyone loves him. And I'm sitting there like, but he studied jazz. I hear it in the music. I hear the jazz. I hear it. Oh, yeah. bam, right? But for whatever reason, they don't. They don't see it like that. There's, there's, there's like he's incredible. Mm. So ratings. But mm. a lot of the stuff he's learned is from this very music that you're saying that you shouldn't play. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah, I think yeah. there's like a there's like a point where. Um, almost like it's like the Bible. The prophet is not is not accepted in his own home. You know what I mean? It's almost like you kind of have to go out mm, mm, to be appreciated crazy. in some sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's crazy, man. I mean, you know, I mean, anyway, that's a different conversation. Yeah. But I mean, um, you know, it just kind of keeps you because if you know who you are as a person and you sit true to your own values, you just have to kind of keep going that path because. I feel like, you know, the thing I love about music, uh, you have this ability to touch people in different ways. I and mean, it's a cliche, right? Yeah. Music is a universal language that, you know, touches and communicates with yeah. anyone and everyone, regardless of color, race and creed. Um, but the thing I love is that when you're playing that music, in that one moment, you know, regardless of people's, um, you know, color, race, creed, sexual orientation, you have the opportunity to unite people in that one single moment, in that song, in that three, four, five minutes, you know? And for me, that's the thing I find amazing about 
your ability to be able to, to play an instrument and to play music or to write and compose and, and bring something to the fore because that's incredibly powerful. Not many people have that opportunity to bring together people in, in a moment like that, you know? Mm, mm, um, mm. And the other thing I wanted to find is, um, obviously, it's been a journey, right? Mm. What do you know now that you wish you'd known starting out? Like, is there anything that you've kind of just thought, okay, you know, like, I've done this for you know, 10 years, I've been playing gigs for 10 years or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. is there any, any particular thing that you think, oh, man, I wish I'd known that before? Um, I wish I'd known the importance of having a plan. Okay. I think it's very easy to just keep going mm-hmm. and just to do. Yeah. It's very easy to do that. Okay. But as time goes on, and I think I only really learned this once I put the book out, mm-hmm. because there, there came a point where I was just like, all right, I've got this stuff. Just, you know, you can keep talking about, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book. Yeah. But it has a common point where you just do it. Right? Okay. And I think that took priority over everything else. Okay. So I wrote it, put it out there, then it was kind of like, okay, yeah. what am I doing with it? Yeah. You know, how am I getting it out there? There was no, there was no solid plan behind it, yeah. and even though, um, you know, I don't necessarily regret how I did it, mm. I do think that having a plan can help to maximize so many things in a in in, in a much better way. Okay. Um, so that's that's like for one, yeah. and obviously plans change as time goes on, and as things happen, sometimes great opportunities come that you just have to take, right? Of course. Um, but I think. You know, when it comes to you know social media, when it comes to who you're meeting, when it comes to when you're releasing stuff, yeah. it if you're able to like see that all on a on a, on a page mm-hmm. or on on a, on a whiteboard or whatever it is, it's just gonna help you stay a bit more focused. You know what I mean? Um, and also, I think it's equally as important who you work with. Mm-hmm. That is like that's insane. Like who you work with. Mm. I wish, I, I, even though I haven't necessarily had crazy bad experiences Mm -hmm. but who you work with is very is very important extremely important um and along with that Mm -hmm. i think it goes for anything you do um business wise um you if you're working with people you need to write things down you need to make it clear what's going on from the start because as time goes on things change And if you don't have agreements in place from the beginning, yeah. you're naturally, someone's going to start doing more work than the other. Um, one person's going to think of things going this way and another person's going to think of things going this way. Someone's going to take control and make a decision where you're not happy. Yeah. And I've had that happen in, in, a, in a couple of instances. Mm. And that's of paramount importance, that you have to make sure that you've, you know, who, whoever it is, your dad, your cousin, your uncle, whoever it is, your brother, your friend, someone you just met last week, if you can, write it down. Have a contract. No, but yeah. See a yeah. lawyer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Just have something Things written change. down. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. Cool. So, bruv, tell me this, right? Yeah. Like, being an entrepreneur and a creative is so hard, man. It's so stressful, right? Is How it? do is you. <laughs> for me, it is. That's <laughs> valuable. Maybe for you to walk in a park, I don't know, right? But how do you kind of manage stress? How do you look after yourself, self care? What is your process of de stressing and looking after yourself? I take the pressure off. Okay. I, I just, I've, I've come to realize that things take time. You can't, um, it's even, if you, even if you work 20 hours a day, yeah. right? It doesn't necessarily mean the results are gonna come quicker, okay. necessarily. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I'm patient. And, mm. and plus, I think, you know, I've had to 
I've just thought about things logically and thought, okay, mm-hmm. if this doesn't work, mm-hmm. um, is that going to impact my lifestyle? No, because I have I have a career. You know what I yes, mean? Yes. So I'm, my life is not dependent on this. Okay. I love it. I mm. do it. I do. It. I put all my I put pen and passion and energy into it. Mm. But at the same time, I'm realistic. I'm like, yo, if if this isn't paying my bills, I need yeah. to make sure I've got something else Sometimes, going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, so yeah. it's not stressful in that sense because mm. you know there's a there's a there's a there's a plan to it. Of course. You know. Yeah. Like it's, said, yeah. it's 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 going on in the background almost, yeah. even though it's not in the background. It takes yeah. up a lot of time. But yeah, yeah. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, I mean, yeah. you know, taking walks, yeah, um, uh, just spending time with people, going to, going to the gym is a great one for me now. Like just okay. just the ability to go somewhere, headphones on, listen yeah. to some listen to some new music, yeah, and just yeah, just just work out, just yeah, anything. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. Because uh, you know, everyone has their approach in terms of. I've never spoken to a musician because that you know you enjoy kind of doing what you know you assume right that, you assume yeah right <laughs> exactly <laughs> assumptions are the mother of all f-ups that we say, right <laughs> so you have to kind of just i had to ask this question because obviously for you know normal people that do 95s yeah. more entrepreneurs it's it's a slightly different dynamic to that so the other thing i was going to ask is in terms of if if you to encourage someone right someone has a dream someone has an idea right yeah what would you say to them you know, like, how, what would you say to them to encourage them to kind of get the idea off the ground or, you know, to go after their dream? You know, any, maybe two or three key tips um, to anyone that has an idea. Um, write it down. Okay. Like, maybe, maybe I'm showing my, I'm, I'm not that old, but yeah. like, I prefer to write things to write down, down manually. Yeah. Um, I just think there's something about that, that process mm. of, you know, brain to hand to paper yeah that's different to, to type in maybe because that's how you know we were raised by writing of you know course, what i'm saying so course, maybe yeah. the new generation yeah. it's it's you know that's that how we feel about writing is how they feel about typing so you know maybe it doesn't apply to younger people but yeah. um for me it, it helps to write things down because it helps to order your ideas because sometimes you you're thinking a lot of things in your head and it's like yeah it's going to be great as soon as you start writing it down you start realizing okay there's a hole there, there's a hole there. that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense so i say you know write things down like and then start going from there mm-hmm. um i'd say um you know do your research and get get off get off the internet okay get off the internet i think people are even though the internet's a great resource people are still people put the internet up so people i think should be your main resource man okay. like there's stuff on the it's like i said there's stuff on the internet wikipedia whatever whatever yeah. but people have information right and i think sometimes we can get so stuck in sitting down at the computer and just trying to find stuff out where sometimes a conversation with someone is going to help to clarify things so much more so i would say get out meet some people if you were in your field or even not even just in your field because i'll meet you and you'll tell me some something and i'm just like yo i can apply that to what i'm doing and we're in two totally different spaces yeah absolutely (laughs) so you know meet people Mm. Um, what else? What else? What else? Be patient. Be patient. Good one. Because yeah. you know, you know that saying, Rome wasn't built on a day. My book wasn't written in a month. Yeah. You know, Six your business hasn't oh. hasn't. You know, the podcast <laughs> yeah. numbers aren't coming after one yeah, episode. Yeah. For example, like we're talking about Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan's on episode number. I wanna roughly. It's about twelve hundred fifty or so. It's a thousand two hundred and fifty episodes or something so, like that. Yeah. Like that's an insane amount of episodes. Yeah. Right. That's, that's a, yeah. 
he's been he's been doing this for like yeah, for, for years yeah. <laughs> right? and yeah. it's only in the last couple of years where podcasting has kind of blown up where yeah, you're, yeah, you're, you're yeah. like oh yeah this Joe Rogan guy he's been yeah. he's been grinding for years yes yeah, yeah and podcasting wasn't even his thing you know what I'm saying yeah. that's not even how he, he's essentially he's a comedian yeah. And he just started doing the podcasting, yeah. but it's taking a long time. Oh, and like Bill Gates didn't wake up and was Bill Gates. Yeah, you know, it took course. him years. It takes everyone time. So I think you have to take the pressure off. If things don't happen in, in three months, it's okay. You know, if it doesn't happen in, in six years, it's okay. Part of my book, um, just bring it back to that, um, talks about, you know, if some people feel like they're too old to do something. It's all about time, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, you know, Al Jarreau, I don't know if you've heard of Al Jarreau. Of yeah. He, his debut album came out when he was 35 years old. Yeah. You know, and he went on to win Grammys. The oldest man to win a Grammy, the oldest person, I think, to win a Grammy. Mm -hmm. He was 97 years old. Wow. Right? So imagine waiting your whole life. I know. You're 97 years old and you win a Grammy. Things take time. So take the pressure off. Be patient yeah. with it. Yeah. Keep going. But, you know, don't forget to live. Yeah. That's deep, bro. That's deep. Wow. It's incredible. Um, so. The other thing I was going to ask is that, you know, if like you meet somebody yeah. and, and somebody says to you, hey, man, like, you know, I um, I'm doing this podcast. I mean, like because a lot of trends come and go. Right. Yeah. Like, a lot of things, you know, like podcasting is hot right now. Like, you know, YouTube was hot at one point. Um, you know, uh, you've got Insta, Instagram um, TV now, like because um, a lot of people are trying to figure out how do I create content mm. and you know, how do I put it out there? Like, what, what's, what's your take on, on the platforms in terms of content out there right now? Like, you know, how does someone begin to create content for any, any specific platform, you know? I, I, I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sit here and yeah, say yeah, I, exactly. I don't have all the answers, man. The key thing is like, just don't quit. Just try and, you know, figure out, keep, keep going. I think the key thing is, yeah. is you have to be clever with it. So, mm. um, I think, like, from, like for my book, yeah. right? Um, Instagram's not the one for it because yeah, the yeah. people I'm trying to reach yeah, are not, know. you know, are not like average Instagram so users like yeah, that. They're, they're really so for me to put all my energy into like making pretty posts and stuff, it's, it's, not, it's yeah. it, it doesn't make that much sense. Of course, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I think yeah. you just have to be smart with like who you're trying to, who you're trying to get. Yeah, yeah, and then in terms of content, yeah. I think sometimes you just got to, you just got to try and make different things and see what works. Yeah. Analytics are your friend, man. Like, I know, right? <laughs> you know, you see, all right, that's Thank you so that. much for uh, recommending that analytic tool for the podcast numbers because I've, you know, incorporated yeah. that. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, it, it breaks it down really well. And then once you, you begin to see those um, numbers, then you can figure out, okay, this is where and how it works best. And let me focus in on that. So, yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, analytics are your friend, right? Yeah, yeah. You've got, you got to make sure. I, I think that's one <clears> thing as well. Like, we, um, there's a lot you have to do an analysis man you have to you have to look at the numbers look at the figures yeah. and be like alright people are coming land, where's my where's my where's my hot landing spot on my on my website you know what I mean so like how can I make sure that mm. I'm, I'm, I'm getting my customers like probably through there yeah. you know what when I when I play my instrument right mm. what songs do people like the most yeah you know yeah. what I mean at yeah. what parts do they really enjoy are they are they really they really love the bass solo yeah. alright maybe we need to do a couple more of, of those you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, like, really it's, there's a part where you yeah. create and there's a part yeah. where you step back and analyze and be like, all right, 
yeah. that's cool but how can i make this better yeah that's what me and my producer are doing uh, over the next week <laughs> we're analyzing the numbers and kind of that's it you know ramp, ramping up things and refining for season two of the simon to follow show that's yeah, what's up so I'll, I'll be i'll be locked <laughs> in i'm waiting for yeah, it yeah honestly thank you so much because <laughs> you've, you've been you've been a huge supporter you've encouraged me you've kind of kept me in check and said hey man maybe you need to do this maybe you need to do that don't worry too much about it like just go ahead and when I started on this journey, because initially one of the things I was worried about was I felt I wasn't adequate enough to carry the show on my own. <clears throat> I thought, oh, maybe I need a, a co-host. I'm like, but you know, I was like, what the hell? I just roll with it. Just do it. Yeah. Right? And, and you encouraged me to do that. So for that, I'm really grateful uh, because, you know, we all have doubts tonight. We all want to present ourselves um, to the world as like a finished article and a finished yeah. product. But actually it's in the creative process and kind of just being open and authentic that, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm, I'm really uh, grateful to that. So I, I wanted to ask you a few more questions. Um, one is, do you have a piece of tech that you love or can't do without um, in your day-to-day -day lives? Like, what's that one piece of tech? Is there anything that my computer? Your computer? Yeah. Right. Because you do everything with that. Yeah. Okay. Simple. Yeah. Amazing. And is there a book that you've read recently, or you know, through the course of your life that has impacted you the most, or kind of like changed your life the most? I'm there's sure there's loads included in what you've written, but there's, like, there's know. a whole bunch, man. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> Maybe just share one or two that, you know, because obviously part of our audience is a reading audience. So anything by Martin Gladwell. Okay. Just anything by him okay. is, is, is great. Yeah. Um, specifically, I'd say Outliers is, is, is really good. And yeah. Blink yeah. are very good. Yeah. Um, uh, what else has been really good? Emotional yeah. intelligence, I think, was good as well, right? Emotional intelligence. Um, yeah, was that Malcolm Gladwell? That I was Malcolm, that's, yeah, that's Malcolm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think so. No? Emotional intelligence. Was that? Unless I've missed one. Yeah. <laughs> Malcolm Gladwell, right? Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote a book about emotional intelligence that I read ages ago. Um, I'm sure it was called Emotional Intelligence. But anyway. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. Any book by Malcolm Gladwell? Anything yes. Else? Um, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Um, there's a book called The Secret Power of Music okay. by David Tame, which blew my mind when I read that. Mm. Um, what else has there been? Oh my gosh. Un there's a book called Unpeople by Mark Curtis, okay. which is great. It's, it's totally like off topic. It's, it's all about Britain's, um, Britain's foreign policy. Okay. And, and it's, it's insane. Like the stuff that Britain has done around the world, it's insane. Mm. Like, yeah. There's just opened my mind up to so many things okay. that you know yeah, that absolutely. I didn't know about, mm. and living in this country, and then we're not taught. That's a whole other podcast. Not... <laughs> Going to that. No way, we'll have you back on that. Yeah, and yeah. rich dad, poor dad. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, that's one yeah. of those books everyone like really talks about. Um, did you read both of them, the first one and the second one, or first one? Oh, first one. Yeah. Okay. Oh, cool. Who moved my cheese is also very good. Who moved my cheese? Yeah. Oh, okay. What's that about? Um, it's the 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 premise of the book is. Yeah. It's all, it's all through the eyes of mice, okay. but essentially it's, you have some people who, when the situation changes, mm. um, they, yeah, some people, when the situation changes, mm -hmm. they, they stay in that situation like panic, 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 and they mm. don't really move because they don't know what to do. Mm. You have other people who, when the situation changes, they'll, they'll try and, they'll, they'll, you know, find ways to adapt along the way, and there are others yeah. who will see the situation is going to change and mm. make provisions for when it changes, when it changes right okay. so it's just preparing you that you know this business partner might mess you up or mm. you know your 
your job might you know you might get released from your job so it's all about just making sure that you've got yeah. things in place that you can fall back on at all points in time yeah, in time you know what i mean amazing check it out it's, it's a you can read it in in a few hours like it's it's, it's a great book wow so you know like on my instagram i have been doing this thing called simon says right so you know it's a segment where it's like monday mornings one minute of motivation inspiration and encouragement they've been great yeah they've been, they've been good <laughs> yeah and i've tried to remain I've, I've remained consistent for about 35 weeks now i do it every monday morning right how does it feel when you do it it's incredible i mean uh i can see you're turning this spin to be right but yeah exactly right <laughs> for me it's almost like affirmations to myself yeah so it's a way for me to encourage myself i actually watched those videos because these are things i say to myself because i discovered that nobody was coming to save me there wasn't every, you know, there wasn't always somebody there to give me a pat on the back and say well done and encourage so I, I always encourage myself and i think it was by saying these things to myself i thought okay let me just record this and put this out and if it can impact just one person right then I've done something, right? And the whole thing of having impact. I said, okay, you know what? Let me just put it out there. Mm. And it makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel like I'm giving something back to society. And it, it's great when I hear people say, man, I watched that and I, you know, like, I, you know, this is great. Like, I needed to hear this today. Um, but yeah, for me, it's it's something that's really, it's, it's I, you know, not to sound selfish, but it's something I've, I've, I've been doing for myself for a long time. I just thought this is something I should share. Mm, mm, with the rest of the world mm. and and yeah and like I, I feel really great that it's impacted lots of people i mean i've had over three thousand views um you know i mean it's, it's modest but like over the past 35 weeks like every monday no fail like you know i put a message out there to try and motivate encourage and inspire somebody to kind of just you know whatever um mm. So I always try and ask my, you know, what is that one piece of, you know, if you had your Simon Says moment, what's that one piece of motivation, <laughs> inspiration, encouragement you kind of give to someone to hype them up, to get them psyched up and like, yo, let's do it. You know, what, any, any particular kind of motivational quote or um, whatever. Okay, so check this out, right? Yeah. I, um, I realized recently that I need to, say, improve my memory. Okay. So I'm starting to construct a mind palace. Um, I don't know if you know what that means. What is, I have no idea. A mind, okay, so a mind palace is yeah. essentially a place in your mind where you can go and extract information. So it's like, it's almost like a filing cabinet. Okay. So you deliberately, instead of just learning things passively, you're deliberately going out to learn things, storing them so that you can go back to them at any point. Wow. Right? Um, so that could be, it could be quotes, it could be, it could be like figures, it could be anything like that. Certain things you learn just yeah. because you yeah. know if you're if you're constantly you know asking asking the same questions yes. you just you know what the questions are you know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's fine yeah. but other things you just like oh yeah that would be a really good statistic to know yeah you know it's construct a, a mind palace where you can be like all right cool um someone pulls out a name like Muhammad Ali mm. and you're like okay um I need to, when, when was he born when did he die and then you can just blah, blah, blah. so like you know like with Mozart when did he mm. when was he born when did he die like blah, blah, blah. So I'm like all right he died in 1791 okay cool. Mm. And he was 35 years old when he died. Mm. You know what I mean? So I'm starting to construct one. Mm. And as part of it, there's a there's a whole there's a few quotes that I that I really like and I love and I'd love to be Please able share. to like, you know. So this is really new. Okay. And I know a lot of a lot of people Exclusive know. Exclusive on the sandwich. And I really hope I don't get it wrong. <laughs> no, nope, I'll par- I'll paraphrase in part. Yeah, you can paraphrase. Um, I do that all the time. And it, it just goes like this. Um our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. We ask ourselves, yeah. 
who am I to be beautiful, to be fabulous, to yeah. be intelligent? In fact, who are you not to be? You're a child of God. Your, your playing small does not serve the world. Your, play, yeah, your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that others around you don't feel insecure. We're all meant to shine as children do. We're born with the, with the light of God manifested in us. It's not just in some of us. It's in every single one of us. And as we let our light shine, we unconsciously give others permission to do the same. And as, how I get this last bit right, <laughs> as, we, as we liberate ourselves from fear, I can't remember the rest of it, but yeah, that's, Preach! That Hallelujah, is, praise the Lord. I feel like I'm in church right now. Marianne Williamson wow. wrote that. That's a quotable right there. And, you know, I try and learn that, and whenever I need to, you know, bam, then it's there. And I, I, it's something you said, you touched on it earlier, about, you know, you letting your light shine and you being, if, if, you, if you can show yourself to be, who, if you can be who you are, yeah. and just unapologetically just be like, this is what I am, yeah. right? Um, I watch you, I watch the Simon Tafula show, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm seeing Simon Thank T. says on a Monday, and I'm just yeah. like, if Simon can do it, you know what, that means I can do it too, you bro, know? Like, I'm touched, bro. that's it, man, I yeah. see The Rock yeah. on Instagram, I'm like, if he can do it, I can I do can it as do well. It. Yeah, and that's all it is, it's yeah. just these people like yourself, yeah. are just putting themselves out there and being like, this is me, this is what I'm doing, yeah. I'm on my journey, if you want to follow me, cool, if you don't want to follow me, yeah. that's okay, but I'm doing my thing. You know, yeah, yeah. and that's it. And so you inspire me to keep going because, yeah, you know, there's times when I'm yeah. just like, I'm yeah. gonna give up. I'm gonna quit. But I don't because yeah. I made this, so I can't. I know. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah, bro. You know, same. You inspire because when I saw your podcast and how you put diligent work into it, how you, you know, you get your guests on. You know, this this rapport you build with your guests and how you're able to kind of naturally get them flowing and like. You know, I've done lots of interviews and like you meet people and they're a bit dry and they're like, you know, how do you feel in that? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, you know, obviously you're not, but like, it's like, how do you keep, but you have this natural thing. You can get things go, you keep that flow, that rapport. Like, I'm like, wow, I need to learn how to do this properly, seamlessly, naturally, like without that whole kind of like awkwardness. And stuff. Mm, like you, mm. you, you've inspired me to do that, but bro, I, I really appreciate your, your feedback on that. And like I said, You've kind of given me this feedback, this consistency about just do it, man. Don't, you know, just, you know, you've given me so many guidance. I really appreciate that. And I think one of the things that comes out of this is that surround yourself with like-minded people on whatever journey you're on. Find a community that will support you, that will kind of nurture you and kind of give you that constructive feedback. Because even after Jazz concert, I met you at this Power Circle event and it just so randomly happened we're in the same space, right? But um, yeah, I think this is one of the things that comes out of this conversation. It's like, like if you're trying to do something, man, put yourself out there. Mm. Um, I, I would even say though, um, yeah. I I don't want to find like-minded people, man. Like oh, really? we don't think the same. Yeah. But that's the beauty of it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like saying find find like-minded people. No, no, yeah, I want to yeah. find people who don't think like me, that's but true. people who are positive. Yeah. People who are hardworking. Yeah. And people who are dedicated to what they do. That's what I'm gonna find. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't. I don't need more of me. Like I'm. I'm. That's I'm true. enough. Like, but I want to connect with you and yeah. whoever's watching because yeah, looking exactly. At, looking at you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know. But you know, you bring up a really good point. 
Because one of the messages we hear so much in the whole kind of entrepreneurial creative world is surround yourself with like-minded people, people who think the same. Yeah. And you, if they're not your supporters, bloody blah, you know, sometimes it just feels like, wait a minute, like if we only support those who support us, if we only talk to those who talk to us, yeah. if we only hang out with those who hang out with us, like where does that leave the world? Like if everyone had that mentality, yeah, like, yeah. It'll be a, it'll, it'll be doomed. like you have to reach out beyond you know the chosen you have to reach out beyond out of your comfort zone and just kind of like yeah. you know and be the bigger man or the bigger woman and just say you know what like let, let me just i know i know what the situation is going to be is they're going to be negative but let me just reach out just you, because i'm the bigger yeah. man or you, woman you, you never know because you, you never, never know exactly. if that come from that you never know right because people from different communities are different from people from different religions and you know and it's just like they don't want to go there because they just they, they, they're taught to kind of just stick to themselves and you know uh, let's take back control and like let's build walls and stuff like yo reach across the wall you know like you know reach across the bridge and just just go there man and yeah. just, you know um and, and this is partly one of the power you guys musicians have because you can as an artist you can kind of like bring people in a space for a moment in time that can you know but you're absolutely right don't just hang out with like-minded people don't just hang out with the usual, you know, the usual suspects. Kind of just reach out to your mm. comfort zone as well, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. bro. That that's just been deep. That's actually really made me think in terms of that. So yeah. So anyway, how can people reach out to you if they want to connect? If they want to kind of like, you know, because you have a podcast, um, socials. Um, obviously, your book is available. Like, you know, how can people connect with you? Simple. I wish I didn't quit. You found Com. me. Yeah. I wish I didn't quit. Com. Yeah. Um, you'll find me on Instagram at I wish I didn't quit. Yeah. My podcast, I wish I didn't quit podcast. Yeah. My book, I wish I didn't quit. <laughs> Music lessons is like that's yeah, yeah. that's what it is. I wish Amazing. I didn't quit. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, bro, it's been an incredible honor to have you on the show, man. Like, you know, it's crazy. There's so many things we can talk about. We can go on for a long oh, time. Yeah. But we, we can, we can do say it another that. time. I know, right? Because <laughs> we can, can venture into so many different angles. I just want to give people. Uh, a holistic view of, of who you are as a person and of course what you do and stuff um, I think maybe the thing I didn't ask is in terms of because um, obviously you, you, you did you train formally as a musician or is yeah. it something you learned yourself so you yeah. went to music school yeah I studied yeah. I, I did did a bachelor's and a master's for my sins oh wow um, yeah as well as you know just the, the lessons of, yeah, of yeah, yeah, playing yeah. and making lots of was mistakes. that in Germany or so no no I went to Kingston I did okay. my master's and like the Ruskin, I did my bachelor's. Ah, okay, yeah. amazing. Wow, and it was only music. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, yes. so that's, you're probably like classically trained musician and academically trained musician. Something like that. Yeah. Like, and, and street trained. And street trained, And yeah, church yeah. trained. And wow. <laughs> all yeah, of that. All We're of just that. trying to cover all bases, man. Amazing, amazing. Cool, bro. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, man. You had it from the man himself. Um, so yeah, Simon to follow show episode ten. Subscribe, subscribe, comment, like, share, comment, share, all of that. Do it. Spread the gospel. Support your boy. I know, right? So <laughs> spread the gospel of the of the Simon to follow show. And, That's it. Um, yeah, let's keep it moving, man. Thank yeah, you. Episode. Let 10. your light shine, people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Quit. Exactly. You had it from the man, man. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh, that's great, man. Yo, 